Hey, Tony, uh, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. I'm just bored. Bored? Yeah. You don't have to be bored. Why? There's the Pod Bros Podcasting Network, you fool. What's that? It's a podcasting network. You listen to podcasts like talk radio, but a million times better. Oh, wow. Where's that at? Podbros.com. Is, what is that on the, on, the, on the interwebs? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, man. All right. Well, I got to go and get the internet and then listen to the Pod Bros things. You do that. Okay. Bye. See ya. See ya. Anywho, feel free to check us out on Facebook, Kapowcast2015. We also have a Gmail account, Kapowcast Podcast, and also on Twitter, at Kapowcast. I got to go catch that little fucker. Hey, what are you doing over there? Shut up. Welcome to episode 32. You're the one that's supposed to keep track. <laughs> <laughs> Some possible editing in the future for that one. Nope, nope. It's going to go as is. 32. I, I am Mike, joined once again by Tony Vance. Hello. And Jeff Jefferson of Flask Action Heroes. Hey, guys. Is you guys' new episode up yet? No. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. This, by the time this is released, hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, because it'll be yep. two weeks, so. Yeah, we've been, you know, it's hard to find motivation when. <laughs> the weather's so shitty. Yeah, that's that's what I was going for. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that when your life is falling apart or anything. <laughs> <laughs> On today's uh, episode, we are going to be going down a, a, a road that we have visited before in... Fantasy superhero battles, mostly because I can't think of anything else to talk about. <laughs> we'll edit that out too. Nope. <laughs> They're going all natural on this one. Ooh, I love Raw all natural. <laughs> uh, first, before we do this, we're going to dive into some news. Um, hey, guys. Oh. Did you hear that uh, CW is producing a Archie? TV series. I did not. No, I called didn't Riverdale. Either. Yeah, <laughs> it's got the green light. They're doing a pilot. Uh, Luke Perry has joined the cast. What? Oh <laughs> man, as Jughead. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who he could possibly be, but it is gonna be like a like a teenage uh, type thing. Coming I, of age drama. Yeah, it's just gonna be. Like, it's gonna be like the whole cast of Nine Hundred Two One Zero. They're like, listen, we have this idea for a 90210 reboot, but nobody wants to watch that shit anymore because we already tried it once. So let's just say that it's Archie. We'll call it Riverdale. Problems up. Season two, the Predator will show up. <laughs> or I the got Punisher. Time to bleed. Oh, yeah. White go go boots and all. I miss that Punisher suit, though. Did you guys ever read like any of the Archie comic books? I personally, I know like I, I knew some of these like in, when I was younger, their mom had tons of like stacks of Archie books like the ones you'd see like at the register um I read the uh Archie Punisher crossover how was that <laughs> it was amazing I loved it what what brought 
Frank Castle to Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. you oh. see, there is an escaped fugitive that uh, Frank Castle is trying to kill, and he escaped into Riverdale, and he happened to look almost identical to Archie. <laughs> and that's where the mix up Hijinks ensue. Yep. <laughs> did he kill Archie? No, he did not kill Archie, although he tried. That's pretty dark. Yeah, it was. I would love to read this. It was kind of like, it was almost like Scooby-Doo, how like wacky and over the top. It was. They definitely knew, you know, that it was silly and over the top and played with it the whole time. They mixed elements of Punisher and Archie into it the whole time. And it was really funny and well done. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> I think we'll have to check that out. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm and I'm hoping that it. they'll get the Punisher from Daredevil to cross over <laughs> into the CW yes, show. perfect. Expanded universe. Don't do it, Shane! <laughs> I have ideas. I'm an idea man. <laughs> so, like, nobody here uh, ever read it, so I can't ever be, like, Betty or Veronica. <laughs> Veronica or Betty. I didn't get two um, shits. Yeah. Why like, not both? The only thing I really know it for. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was never the option. In the back of my little mind, I was like, in Riverdale, that choose? was that was far too out of the out of the box thinking. Maybe well, in the, maybe in the seventies. Mm, maybe. Seventies. I, I think the seventies on would be uh, acceptable. Hell yeah! I know. Um, the Archies was one of the it was the first ever fictitious band to be in like the. Uh, Top twenty hit list. They had that song. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was Sugar Sugar. <laughs> uh, got the cocaine. I don't know a whole lot about Iron Fist. He's one of the defenders. <laughs> I was gonna say he's one of the defenders. I know that <laughs> he was in Spider Man: Maximum Carnage. He was, he was, and he was in, and he's in uh, uh, Ultimate Spider Man: The Cartoon Show. He was I, part of the New Avengers. I know mm. that um, Sabretooth debuted as an Iron Fist villain. Really? Yes. Hmm. God damn. I know, isn't that weird? God damn! Just blowing my mind today. (laughs) It's funny how many iconic characters debut in another comic, and then they end up becoming the major (coughs) antagonist. Yeah. They become the major antagonist of a different character. Or... <coughs> but um, habanero. Yeah. <laughs> or they end up becoming their own character, or they switch to become a major villain for another comic. Did you know uh, Wolverine actually? Uh, their original intent was for him to be a teenager. Really? Yeah. <laughs> True story. A, ca- mm. a wily Canadian teenager with whiskers on his <laughs> costume. You know what's weird is when I was younger, I always thought that the brown and red or brown and orange costume that Wolverine had. I always thought that was like the original Wolverine costume. No. And that later on it was the blue and yellow. Then I later found out that he had the blue and yellow when he fought the Hulk, but Uh it was just the mask was a little different. Slightly different. It looks a lot like, yeah, it looked a lot. It actually looked a lot like Hellcat's uh, outfit. Yeah, yeah, it did. I believe I, if I remember correctly, Hmm. I remember seeing that originally Wolverine was going to be called the Badger. Really? I could be wrong. Technically, a badger's nothing to fuck with. Oh, yeah. A badger will fuck your ass up. <laughs> there is a comic book character called the Badger. He was in, like, the 90s, and he had claws, too, but they were, like, hook-shaped, and I don't know if he was a ripoff or a character that they revitalized and made a, a lot like Wolverine was on he, purpose. Was he a villain? I don't know. I've only just, like, I got a, I got a comic book with him in it at a dollar store, so mm. he was very popular, obviously. <laughs> okay, good. I just found the story. He was originally supposed to be called the Badger. Do you think the Badger? Hugh Jackman could have been the Badger. (laughs) Hugh Jackman as the Badger. That's weird because, like, are there Badgers in Canada? I know they're Wolverines. I don't know. 
I, I, I try not to associate with Canada unless Donald Trump gets <laughs> elected. Then I'm going to Canada. We've had people that listen to the show from Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> you need to watch what you're talking about. <laughs> like every time, like I check our stats and I see, like, oh, we got to listen from Australia, or oh, we got to listen. Oh, and from there it goes, Paris. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, did we say anything like really <laughs> offensive about these places? Sorry, they guys. should know that we're American and that like it's probably <laughs> pretty much a 50-50 deal. We're dumb. That, yeah. 50 <laughs> 50 deal that we're joking around. Not me. I Except know, he, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff hates everything that's not American. That's why he's like pretty reluctant towards me now that I have the beat us. That's true. So you can't so, eat burgers? <laughs> you can't eat carbs? Can't eat chili cheese fries? Do you think uh we can't be friends no more? <laughs> the big question people keep asking Can you about eat lead? <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> the big question people keep asking with all these Netflix with uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and you know, Iron Fist is okay. So we have the whole Defenders team. Are they going to factor into Infinity War? I know, like people have gone on saying that they don't. You know, the actors say they haven't heard anything. It would, you know, to their knowledge, the shows are entirely separate. Not entirely separate, but yeah, are different from the movies and mm. will remain separate from the movies. Well, there's already been drops in Daredevil towards the Marvel comic universe. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've seen like episodes. Like I saw the one where like they, they're referencing like the battle of New York and mm-hmm. well, stuff like, like that. I think it's like a one way street where the, the TV universe is affected by the cinematic universe, but not vice versa. Right. Right. Cause it's probably a lot easier. I mean, yeah, factoring way. in like, you know, all these TV shows that are coming out and like Netflix exclusives and like, you know, um, Agent Carter and like other stuff where they just, you know, they want to go in their own ways to make their own exciting stuff, but it's a lot of backstory to track when you're trying to make a damn movie. Right. right. Do you think, I mean, would you want to see the Defenders come in to play in, in Infinity War? Like just another, I mean, you're looking at Infinity War right now, it's already potentially going to be a very crowded, uh, yeah, su- super cast. What, like 50 or something like that? Something. I mean, but it's, it's the, it's the Infinity War. Like, <laughs> there's no keep... not getting crowd. If you've ever read the Infinity Gauntlet or the Infinity War or any of the yeah, the team was of, like yeah. thirty people. <laughs> it, was, it was literally the whole Marvel universe because yeah. it, it affected everything. Well, half of them had died before it started. Too, yeah. so half of the entire Marvel. Universe. How would that though, like translate to film? Like especially if you yeah, haven't followed the TV shows, you listen, run a, you run a risk. Listen, Dare. Deadpool did an, an amazing job, so I don't even care about. Deadpool didn't normal. have fifty characters. Yeah, but I don't care about. <laughs> you know, I don't care about normal people anymore. <laughs> Deadpool did it, so I want to see it done. Um, no, it's not. It's not going to transition well. I mean, people are going to be like, "It's too many people. I can't. It's too busy." I mean, people are already complaining about the fact that they have to pay attention to um, Batman vs Superman. Yeah, that it's not just a bunch they're of. They're saying it's too busy and like, yeah, there's oh, there's too many characters, yeah. too many. I can see what they're saying about too many villains, but we'll see how it plays out because like, you got Lex Luthor, you got Doomsday, mm-hmm. and then presumably Darkseid. Presum- only, uh, yeah, only, yeah, I don't think Darkseid at the did. end. Yeah, actually, which that leads us into uh, this uh, Justice League Part One is going to start filming soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I get scared. I, there, uh, there's a working title that they have because everybody knows like uh, movies. They when they go into production, they go under like disguise titles type deal. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so the title for Justice League, people are wondering if it is a hint at what the potential villain will be for it. Is it called Here Comes Darkseid? It is. <laughs> Here comes Darkseid Dark is in this movie. <laughs> uh, I want to see how many of you uh, catch on this because I caught on it. But the working title for it, or, you know, uh, fake title, is Caveman. Oh, uh, Vandal Savage? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good old Randy Savage. Yeah. Vandal Savage is that other, like, Shit, man. He's like a big Justice League villain, but mm-hmm. he's like that step below Darkseid, where I feel like if you were doing the movies, your first stop would be Vandal Savage. Yeah. Your next stop would then presumably be Darkseid. This is where, I mean, yeah, DC has the multiverse ordeal, so I guess it's not that big of a deal. But like they introduced Vandal Savage in the in the TV shows, and now they're going to do Vandal Savage in the movies. <laughs> Yeah. Well, talk about transitioning hard. DC has no problem introducing a character in the movie and then telling the TV show, you're done with him. <laughs> you can't use him anymore. Yeah, they're assholes. Wait. They did that with uh, Deadshot. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, yeah, I was pretty pissed about that. They used they were using Deadshot in Arrow, and now they're using him in Suicide Squad, and, and they pretty much were like, okay... You guys are done. You'd think they'd keep him on there because it would draw ratings to the show. Same thing with um, Harley Quinn. Yep. They tease Harley Quinn oh, in Arrow. Oh, in Arrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the the I remember reading the producers and creators. Tara Strong actually did that voice. They were like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. You know, <laughs> and then Suicide Squad started happening. And then they were like, oh, we can't use her. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. Which is weird because, like, Okay, so clearly with them doing a Justice League movie and having Flash and then them doing the TV show, like they don't have any quarrels oh, with they're that. Not allowed, they're not allowed to use the Flash on the Flash anymore, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use Barry Allen. You got to go with Wally. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> we, made, uh, we made Wally a complete dick. What are we going to do? <laughs> and it'll be interesting to see, too, because like Arrow has used other characters like Deathstroke. Suicide Squad or DC ends up introducing Deathstroke. Are they going to put the kibosh on that? That sucks because that guy who plays Deathstroke is pretty fucking awesome. I like his suit. He's pretty brutal. Time will tell. (laughs) (laughs) Ominous. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) I'm not all here. (laughs) (laughs) And on to other news, Fuller House. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, you actually watched that? I did. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> I, I read a thing where they were just like ripping it apart. They said it was terrible. Oh, it's not terrible. It's people, those are people that are going, don't mess with my childhood. <laughs> I like hate. me with Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I no, this, this person was just like, you know, they watched it and they were like, oh my gosh, was the original show this bad? Or? Yeah, it was terrible. I always it's, it's, hated it's, it. It's a fucking family sitcom. What had do you seven, want? Had seven sets of twins in it. <laughs> they do poke fun at Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen not coming back for it. I heard that they weren't funny. informed of it when it was uh, being made. No, they were informed. Well, why the hell do they want to be in it when, uh, you know, they're busy... Uh, because snorting. that's where they started. They're busy... It's being sn- humble. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but now they're busy, like... You know, snorting coke and killing Heath Ledger. And, uh, <laughs> they killed the Joker. <laughs> they did the one thing Batman yeah, couldn't do. They're the hero that Gotham deserves. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys, hey, did you hear that 
Ben Affleck apparently rewrote parts of the Batman v Superman script in his Batman suit. <laughs> no, no, no. Did, did you actually read this? Yes. Okay, you read something on this? Yes. Because I've seen a certain somebody post about it. And no, no, yeah, no. Okay. This was like a, a story that was on like comic book movie and stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Good God. I, I, can be- I did remember hearing that uh, Affleck did do rewrites on the script. Like him and uh, the writer he'd worked with, I think, on Argo. Oh, yeah. What's Argo? It Argo said, was a movie that Ben Affleck was in. It said that uh, cartoon that movie with picture. the dog. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what? It's a cartoon movie about the dog. Had to get the medicine. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I am so glad you got that reference. Balto? Balto. <laughs> I thought you were talking about, like, I was like, see me Fargo? That didn't have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we talking about the movie or the series? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I heard that he did rewrites in this Batman costume. <laughs> I just, which it was so far fetched that I'm kind of like, I don't know if I believe this. Did you see like, there's a picture that's you know it's been around for a while where like it's you know behind the scenes on the set and like Zack Snyder standing like next to a camera and then Ben Affleck is also standing in the full bat suit like behind <laughs> yeah. the camera and it's just like one of the most bizarre looking things. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait like for Affleck to do his solo bat movie. Because he's apparently going to be directing it, and Yeesh. and he's going to be like, so yeah. he's going to be behind the camera in his bat suit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to come out and jump through the roof right here. I'm going to punch the bad guy in the mouth. <laughs> I'm interested as all hell to see this solo Batman movie. If they go, we were talking about this before we uh, started recording. You had mentioned the rumor that they're going to be doing the Red Hood story yeah. or something akin to that. Yeah, and it's just like Which they're already setting it up. I mean, just to see a story like adaptation of that and not an adaptation of Year One or Dark Knight mm-hmm. Returns or, you know, all the stories that have had countless interpretations and for them to actually, somebody actually to pull from something different for once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No kidding. I mean, that's. So <laughs> plus, Red Hood's like one of my favorite uh, characters. I think he's a fantastic character and has so much depth to him. Which is funny because, like, originally a lot of people were very upset that they brought Jason Todd back. That's because they voted for him to die. That's true. <laughs> they had a hotline set up. Yep. Sick bastards. Die. So, you want to see this fuck die? <laughs> I think, I think, call it, this number. I think it stems more from like people. It was, it was one of the few characters that was still dead. Yeah. Dead, stay dead type people. Yeah. Which I am normally am, but you know, you can make anything good if you write it well. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, that's what comic books are about, preposterous situations that are written well and because actually making it work. Comic books are ridiculous. Yes. Very much. <laughs> they are insane forms of entertainment. Not as ridiculous as reality, though. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. That's why we read to Escape. <laughs> <laughs> Take me away, Batman. <laughs> Hold me so tight. No more Donald Trump. <laughs> There's only the Joker. <laughs> All right. So today we are going to do another round of fantasy superhero or just superpower warfare. I like that. (laughs) We're going to each one of us are going to spout off a fantasy battle that we have concocted in our brain. And in doing so, we're going to toss it over to the other people and we're going to debate who will win, which is this is going to be interesting because there's three of us. Uh huh. No ties today to be a winner. There, there can only be, be one. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So, Tony. So, let's step into the Thunderdome. <laughs> let's see what you got. Oh, you want me go first? <laughs> That's okay. racist. <laughs> oh, me, Reiki. <laughs> okay, I'll give you... The, I'll, I'm going to give you... Are we doing two rounds or one round? What are we doing? Uh, well, We might do two. Let's see what we got. No, you can't... Might. I mean... Okay, we'll do two. Okay, are we doing two? Okay, yeah. we're doing two. All right, I'll give you the, I'll give you the easy one first. Quicksilver versus The Flash. I knew you were going there. <laughs> uh, Flash. Actually, actually, when you said Quicksilver, I knew you were going to say Flash, and in my mind, I was already going Flash. <laughs> because Flash is... I have seen Flash do things Wait, that I don't... Uh, which incarnation of the... <laughs> that is, are we that is true. Is there, is there a specific We're going to keep this uh, strictly public, and we're going to go with the normal I just run fast and hit pretty hard Quicksilver. So we're not going with the one that could travel through time? No. And are and we then, not going with the Flash that can travel and alter reality? Well, <laughs> technically, wait. What do you mean? Are do you mean time travel, Flash? Yeah. Well, technically, I mean that doesn't is a need Flash a, power just... set. Like it's not like. No, I could, uh, then I, I don't. Yeah, I feel like this is a no contest. Then it I, is I, a no contest. I feel like this is like you're asking me who would win in a fight, um, God or George <laughs> Bush, and I'm going George <laughs> Bush. God's not real. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. You see, you guys, if you really think about it. Um, Quicksilver has no morality. He fights dirty where Barry tries to fight clean. So you think maybe he punched him in the dick 600 times? Exactly. <laughs> dick punches for what you, days. What do you think, Jeff? Well, <clears throat> it's funny that you mentioned this. This fight actually happened in a uh, non-canon crossover, uh, JLA Avengers. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, yeah, um, Quicksilver got his ass handed to him. But <laughs> that was in the DC universe where the Flash was able to tap into the Speed Force. Right. Okay. But when he went into the Marvel universe, he wasn't able to tap into the Speed Force. Because there had, is no yeah, Speed Force. He only had residual <laughs> power that he had had before he went there. So he started Fantastic. slowing down as it went. And then Quicksilver beat the shit out of him. So how did he get back to the DC universe if he couldn't? Um, if he could not. Oh, I can't remember. Tap I know into they, the Speed Force. They used that crazy, you know, super speed treadmill to get there in the first place. Uh huh. I can't remember how they got back. Well, like, the universes ended up colliding. It was a really good read, actually. I liked it a lot. It had uh, lots of great matchups, like Cap versus uh, Batman, Superman versus Thor, Wonder Woman versus Hercules, for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, Every time I've seen, like, a... Well, I've seen, like, a DC Marvel, like, crossover. I've seen, like, a versus thing. For some reason, I always see they always have Ben Riley Spider-Man versus Jubilee. <laughs> And I'm just thinking, I'm like, did you just pull fucking names out <laughs> yeah. of a hat? <laughs> yeah, Jubilee's got that, hands down. <laughs> She's got fireworks. So I, I, I'm i sorry, I, I still think that Flash could do it. Yeah, I, I would say the Flash would win. Because yeah, of course the Flash would win. <laughs> <laughs> but if it were a pre-Speed Force Flash, it would be a more even contest. Uh-huh. But that was... Well, one. not technically. I mean, he still had the round-the-world punch. Yeah. And there's also another factor. Are we talking... Is this going to be like Brotherhood of Evil Mutants Quicksilver or Avengers Quicksilver? I'm talking, I would go with Brotherhood of um, Mutants. Yeah, and then, you know, then you like the morality really isn't that big of a deal just because Flash fights villains all the time that have a less morale value Te- than he does. Technically, not really. I mean, if you look at the rogues gallery, they all have this morality that they don't kill. They just want to fuck with the flash. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like, another thing. Um, that, that's why I love Captain Cold is like his 
he doesn't kill. He just he's a he's a a great burglar and he, <laughs> he likes stealing shit. Well, who doesn't? I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot. It's a rush. It's a rush. <laughs> But like that, that it's it's actually a nice uh, fresh air. Are we recording? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a nice uh, nice breath of fresh air, right? Um, from all the you know jokers and fucking all the overpoweredness of the Avengers villains and shit to read something like the Flash and deal with like things of Captain Cold and uh, Mirror Man and Inferno. Well, that's another thing, like. If he ends up, has trouble tangling with characters that aren't super strong, then wouldn't Quicksilver be able to put up a fight with them? Though? Right. I mean, you got to really think out. You Due to really have comic to... book writing. This is another Hawkeye I, arrow. You still haven't dissuaded me, though. <laughs> I, no, I still no, think no, I, I still think. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm playing the devil's advocate right now. All right. Uh, Jeff. All right. I was trying to think of a decent one. Um, Punisher versus Asriel. Hmm. Because I figure two vigilantes, mm. they aren't afraid to uh, get down and dirty. Mm. Mm. But the thing is, I don't know that much about Azrael. Like, I, I know the basics. Uh. <laughs> I think Punisher will I was gonna say, I was about to say Punisher because... Isn't Azrael suit uh, bulletproof? Could be, but I, I'm sure this won't be the first time that Punisher has come across <laughs> yeah. a, a bulletproof he, he, he's individual. He's fought the Hulk before. So. Yeah, right. Um, There's also a, always a 50 cal. Yeah, I'm and sure he has a 50 cal something. <laughs> I think like uh, w- both characters are unbalanced in their mental faculties. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh I think that Azrael is maybe a little bit more unbalanced in a sense that he could cause more harm to himself. It's more self-destructing uh-huh. than it could be with Punisher. Because mm-hmm. like you know, if you look at Nightfall, like. Azrael just like went off the shit, you know, he was on Venom and, you know, mm-hmm. he easily like just walked over the line. I mean, the Punisher, he has no line to walk over. Yep. <laughs> he crossed that shit a long and, time like, ago. If you have, if, if you're taking an Azrael that has like inner conflict He's of hesitation, uh-huh. Punisher is just going to be like <laughs> dead. He made a shooting motion at me, by the way. I did. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm feeling uh, sexually I felt like, threatened. <laughs> I felt like Bruce Wayne in that alley with his parents. <laughs> what do you think, Tony? Uh, I think I, I definitely agree with you. The Punisher would take it. I like how we're all just heartbeat. in consensus and all that. I feel like that, that could change. I think that could change. Uh, be, for that for that simple factor that you know, Punisher. He there's no gray area. You're good or you're bad. Mm-hmm. Where Asriel clearly in that great uh, in that uh, standpoint would be in the bad, because he doesn't have any moral code like Batman does. He doesn't have, you know, like you were talking about Nightfall. He went on Venom went complete fucking nutbag. He cares. Batman took him down. Yeah, well. but an individual who doesn't kill. Right. And but it's fucking it's the Batman. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's the goddamn Batman. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, they have I mean, a shirt that says that. Uh, they should. They need it. I I buy it. Those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Did you have we persuaded you? Do you, do you think? I was already voting for the Punishers. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have so far we have two decisive victories. Yeah. I was thinking maybe you guys would know something that I didn't in the matchup. I was like, no, nope, no. no. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Next match. This isn't my big gun. But uh, we have one corner, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, against DC's resident assassin, Deathstroke. Oh, snip, snap. Yeah, somebody with super agility who's kind of hard to predict. Then you have Deathstroke who is can predict a lot of people's moves before they even make them. So would Deathstroke be able to be quick enough to catch Spider-Man off guard? Mm. <laughs> well, you got Deathstroke who's able to fight like the entire Justice League simultaneously before. Mm-hmm. You got Spider-Man who's beaten up the entire, you know, X-Men roster single-handedly in the Secret Wars, the first one. And then, like, Spider-Man's done other crazy stuff, like he's beaten up uh, Fire Lord. power level's been really, like, Inconsistent, and, yeah, it goes up constantly, like... You can go from, like, hey, I can lift up this car struggling to, like, I can hold up a fucking collapsing building. (laughs) Yeah, there's that one where he lifted up a whole subway train by himself. Yeah. that's like Superman type. We'll go with like the more subdued Spider-Man strength. The one who can bench press a Volkswagen. Yeah, we'll go with that. Keep the, because Deathstroke isn't, you know, that strong where he can like, you know, flip cars and shit like that. He, he's peak he's human, a master right? technician. Yeah, he's like peak human strength. Uh-oh. Um, well, let's Heightened see. senses. I would have to go with, uh, I'd have to go with Spider-Man. I think the spider sense would probably... Give an edge in that fight. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't. I didn't take the spider sense into consideration. What about you, Mister Vance? Does Deathstroke? <laughs> is this like a contract thing? Does Deathstroke have a contract out on Spider-Man? Yes, Jameson has put out a contract. <laughs> okay. Okay. Or Kingpin, somebody. Okay. There you go. But somebody has put out a contract for Spider-Man's death, and Deathstroke is on the target. I would go. Since that's the that's the case of it, I would go Deathstroke. No, would win. <laughs> <laughs> Deathstroke now, would win. He's very similar, and I remember he's very similar to Batman with and Captain America. With the amount of prep time, he would be able to find out how the symbiote would be able to block the spider sense, somehow manipulate that, and then take him out with a series of traps or goodies, and then just impale think- him with his fucking sword. I think next time we do this, we need to uh, research put in a location. Oh, <laughs> uh, the moon. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's going to be uh, Osborne, you know, uh, Oscorp. Oscorp Industries or whatever. And, or, or Spider-Man's bedroom. On the roof Spider-Man's in the bedroom. basement? <laughs> yeah. Um, see, this is, I keep going back and forth in my mind because I keep taking into consideration I didn't, I didn't consider the spider sense because the spider sense has taken a back seat in mm-hmm. a lot of like Spider-Man's other outlets like TV shows and yeah. movies and stuff like that. That's because it's hard to depict on camera. And uh like in the movie, like he in the especially in the Amazing Spider-Man movies, he like barely had it. Mm-hmm. And same thing in like um Spider-Man 3, like suddenly it was gone. Like not just when his fights with Venom, but like Sandman too. Yeah. It's just yeah. like it wasn't even fucking there. Um, there was a lot wrong with 3. I don't know if you fully remember. <laughs> <laughs> um but the one thing I keep thinking about with Deathstroke is I think it was during Identity Crisis when Deathstroke was fighting the Justice League. 
Uh, it was, I forget which combination of people it was. I do remember Flash was there. And I remember Deathstroke just taking his sword and just knowing where Flash was going to be and just holding it backwards like this. And Flash literally just running right, right, into, right it. into it. Yeah. How the hell does that even happen? That was I jaw dropping. Don't know. Like, <laughs> and so that that right there like tells me like maybe Deathstroke could take this. Maybe the Spider Sense. Maybe he would be able to react if he could react that fast to Spider Man. Could you know, or to Flash? Could he react that fast to Spider Man? You know, even though Spider Man dodging and trying to move out of the way with his Spider Sense, it really becomes a, a more of a mental game. Than a physical game is who mm-hmm. mentally was going to make the first mistake. Uh-huh. Um, and you also got to look at like when Parker would take on like Craven. That's another very similar. Uh... I think Destro could kill Craven. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I hate Craven. I'm just going to throw that out. But there. Craven, Craven <laughs> served Spider Man up like a piece of pie. Mm. Humble pie. <laughs> Humble pie. <laughs> 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 oh. Um, I, I'm still slightly like if if this is like the the middle part he's, over he's here sp- a line. over uh-huh. here's the the left the left side over here my left <laughs> is Deathstroke and the right over here Spider Man I'm like I'm t- just barely going over to the Deathstroke side it's not a confident say but <laughs> so a, it's you a would 55%. say percent yeah I yeah I would say yes so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> <laughs> I'm about fifty five percent. Deathstroke, and it's it's a shaky 55%. Mm, kind of like uh, the commitment. Kind of like commitment. So I, I guess uh, in this sense, I guess Deathstroke kind of takes it. That's right. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> I forgive you. You suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. My opinions are dumb. A one-eyed pirate just ruined Spider-Man's life. <laughs> All is, right. He does have the swashbuckler boots. <laughs> All right, Tony. You gave us a, a pretty easy one okay. off the bat. Yep. Yeah. Well, good job, asshole. <laughs> Look who's talking. <laughs> you just pulled two names out of his ass. And was like, <laughs> That's right. And it just met with silence because we were like, ah. uh, okay, go ahead. All right, ready? We're ready. In one corner, you have Iron Man. Uh-oh. In the other corner, ready for this? You have Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I was hoping one of us would bring up a Transformer. <laughs> oh. I don't know. <laughs> you what do it. you think? Are we talking... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're talking like classic uh, G1 Transformers Optimus Prime. Oh, uh, we're just I'm, I'm, that bullshit movie Optimus Prime. Like, we're just going with like, we're not going with any like super upgrades. Okay. You know, just your bare have, bones. Yeah, like mainstream. Yeah. We're like talking like he has Optimus his Prime. fucking sword and maybe pre Rodimus like, Prime. Yeah. Optimus Prime. Yeah. Um, I'll give I'll give him his uh, his his uh, hookup, his, his trailer. There you go. I'll give him his trailer. Okay. That, that Doubles as like a med unit. That mm. cowardly trailer that always ran away right when the fight yep. starts. <laughs> you never see it again. Where did I put backwards. that trailer? <laughs> Get out here, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I want to go by what I read in like the Marvel stuff. Uh, let's see. I'm going to have to go with Optimus because they really, uh, you know, they were 
really beefed them up like in the comics compared to like they'd have stuff like there's a, I remember there's a crossover where Spider-Man and his symbiote fought on Megatron and like he was only able to like slow him down like a little bit and you know Megatron and Optimus Prime are like top hot shit mm-hmm. when it comes to regular Transformers right although he doesn't have the ability to fly which would be a disadvantage but you know there's plenty of other so I don't know that's kind of a toss up but yeah I'd have to go with Optimus Okay, just for the simple factor of he was beefed up in the Marvel Yeah, like universe. in the Marvel Universe, he was like, they always made him like super, you know, a really big deal. Like superheroes were all like, oh shit, whenever Transformers showed up. <laughs> Plus he's a, well, I, you know, which makes sense. I mean, he's a 25 foot tall alien, super strong robot. For right. Out loud. So. But then you got, on the other hand, you have Stark, who is tip top tech genius. That's true. Like. If he had like the Hulkbuster suit, it'd be an entirely different story. Do you think would, would Iron Man create a Optimus suit, like a Optimus, op- Buster. Optimus Buster armor? <laughs> I'm just picturing like a, a very similar looking like Optimus Prime type thing in like Iron Man scheme. I was about to say with with his history, I'm sure he'll probably make a Optimus Buster. Armor. Like if there was prep time, I would say it'd be a toss up. You're throwing the Batman factor in, yeah. Like if factor. he made a suit designed the to Bat fight, factor. <laughs> if he made a suit designed to fight Optimus Prime. Then I could see Stark winning, but otherwise, if it's just you know regular, uh, regular suit Iron Man out for a stroll, he bumps into Optimus Prime, and just, they just look at each other the wrong way. I would say, for fairness' sakes, we will say uh, Tony Stark has a solid twenty-four hour prep time. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so we're we're saying that you know our 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 robot boys land on Earth, they present it as a crisis, so Iron Man responds. Yes. Okay. 24 hours is a good amount of time. Especially for Stark. Yeah. He'd probably just pull out his Hulkbuster suit. He would. Which is funny because, like, in the comics, um, if you read their stats for, like, the Marvel comics, like, uh, Optimus Prime's strength is uh, up there with the Hulk. Like, he has class 100 strength. He can lift over 100 tons. So, True. Um, I think what it... I mean... Mm. <laughs> I'm starting to think of, like, the... Uh, the movie Optimus Prime, not like the power level wise, like the attitude wise, right? Like the Optimus Prime who just doesn't fucking care and fucking <laughs> shoots Megatron right in the head. <laughs> I've only uh, not even like not point even blank. flinching. Yeah, it was point blank. <laughs> he was defeated. There uh-huh. was no need for it, <laughs> and he's just like, "Give me your face!" <laughs> just blows his head off. Which was movie that? was that? I was supposed to say, was that two? <sighs> I want to say that was two. Listen. The thing is about the Transformers movies they is... They suck. They're awful. You, they, you can show, like, different clips, like, make, like, a super trailer of them, and I could not tell oh, you yeah. what is from what. It's all slow motion explosions and, like, goofy titles, like, Dark I, of the Moon. The only reason I would know if it's the third one is because, oh, it's a blonde-haired girl instead of... Megan Fox. Oh, Fox. see, that's not how I realize it. I go, oh, hey, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dreamy! <laughs> He was um, a bad boy in that one. <laughs> so if just Optimus obviously didn't have that killer instinct like G one, G one like oh, status. No, he was like Superman, you know, a big blue and red robotic Boy Scout, right? Um, no, I mean, he did. Oh uh, well, like, but he's was, he's he also kill people. He's, he's a like, soldier. Yeah, he was like Captain America mentality where he he. Would kill someone if he had to, but he avoided it if it was at all possible. And honestly, mm-hmm. I but he would never kill a human, no matter what. I don't see Iron Man ever necessarily shying away 
from having to do what needs to be done. Especially a robot. That's a tough one. <laughs> Two completely opposite ends of the spectrum. It is. Places. It is. <laughs> one second. <laughs> I will go with Iron Man. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> my line of thinking being that if, you know, he can create a suit that can and has at times defeated the Hulk, mm-hmm. I, I I could see him utilizing that to defeat Optimus Prime. Okay. And maybe using Jarvis to get a read on the mechanics of it. Okay. Hey, are we talking cinematic universe uh, <laughs> Iron Man then? Because uh, Jarvis I guess, was just a fucking butler. In the I guess not. Well, not <laughs> technically. Um, there was a point where Jarvis was the actual computer. When was that? Was that after uh, the Avengers movie came out? It, I think, no. Was it before the first Iron Man or whatever? I'm trying to remember exactly where it was at. Well, okay, so it is possible that he could use Jarvis as a analyzing computer. I will concede that. <laughs> Thank you. Does that change your your opinion? No. Optimus wins. (laughs) Optimus. Optimus all the time. He's a big, strong, handsome robot, and he always wins. I love the Autobots. (laughs) What about you, Tony? Did you have a... I... Go (laughs) (laughs) What? Iron Man. All the way. Not only can Jarvis analyze the PowerPoints of Optimus Prime, but technically Jarvis could more Tony. than likely. Tony. Huh? Tony. Huh? Is this a biased opinion? No. <laughs> I'm just making sure. No, I mean, like, you really think about it. What, what's, what's Optimus have? He's a soldier. He's a, he's a robotic soldier. He doesn't. And he can transform into a truck. And he can transform into a truck. <laughs> Not just any truck. But so yeah, still like, can't outrun Iron Man. Would would Stark end up like figuring out a way to immobilize him in his truck form? But you guys also Ooh. have to remember that he's a several million year old sentient robot, so he has analyzing abilities of his own. That's, he, that's true. He could. Then why do you get his ass whooped by Megatron so many times? Because Megatron's that fucking badass. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> it, it, that comes down to the whole code thing, I, moral code. I think is what it comes down to. Hmm. Um, so the, com- I, would would Optimus like could Optimus zero in on that arc reactor and take his big fucking Optimus gun and just <laughs> kapow? I know he wouldn't kill could. Iron Man. Cast. No, he. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he would. He wouldn't kill Iron Man. I don't. I don't think Optimus would kill Iron Man. I don't think either one of them would. Kill, kill each either other. one. I think words would win. <laughs> <laughs> they use their words. I like they start talking it out and be like, Optimus would just look at Tony and be like, "You are a good human. <laughs> we must not fight." Normally, if this were to happen in a crossover, they'd be in the middle of a fight for some weird reason, and all of a sudden, and a the- combo of Megatron and some Iron Man villain would show up and start fighting them. Oh, and then they would have, have, to, have turn. to join forces. Yeah. Um. Anytime like that happens in a book where like two heroes, um, butt heads, butt heads, which we haven't done. Oh yeah, we did do uh, throw a villain in there with Deathstroke and all yeah. that. But we have most of us. But uh, you know when two pe- heroes are are going at it and sitting there and, and you're just thinking, I'm thinking to myself, just talk, <laughs> just use your use words, your just word. be like, listen, there's a misunderstanding here. 
were clearly on the same side. Normally, they have to write in some excuse as to why they're uh, fighting instead of just sorting or things out like they would. Like, fighting over an object. Or, mm-hmm. or right. one has a spell put on them. I mean, uh, that that's how uh, Batman vs. Superman is going to end. Yeah, yeah. They're just going to talk it out, hug it out. <laughs> Tug um, it out. So, I guess Iron Man takes it. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. We're not purposely going against you. Are, you. you are. I would. I would. That's because I'm a contrarian. I'm. I'm about like 75 percent confident that Iron Man would take Optimus, especially with a 24 hour prep window. I'll be interested to hear people's opinions on this one. Uh-huh. I feel like this one's going to stir up a lot yeah. of yeah, some heat, a lot of juju, bad juju. I guarantee we're going to hear from Chase. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> Jeff. Have you had a a, a a proper amount of time to construct another great and glorious <laughs> battle. I have. All right. Optimus Prime versus Tony. Oh. No, uh, <laughs> I'm going to take that bitch. <laughs> we'll go Give me your all spark. <laughs> but no. Uh, all right. I had one. This might be an interesting one. I'm going to go with um, Super Scroll versus mm. Kilowog. Oh, okay. That's so random. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say Super Scroll versus like. Hal Jordan, but I was like, well, if it's you know one of the main Green Lanterns, it'd be more likely to have you know him win because he's a like Super Skull is more of a second stringer, yeah, mm-hmm. as opposed to. But he know, has all the powers of the Fantastic yep, Four, all of them. So I thought Kilog would be a good matchup because if yeah. it were in writing, it'd be it could go either way. Oh boy, are we talking about Kilowog, uh still training new recruits, trying to teach them the good way, or Kilowog... Realizing that sometimes you gotta kill. When did he start killing? Oh, that yeah. He, uh, oh, he they, killed they did, they, uh, in his backstory. He he killed in when he was still a, a recruit before he was training recruits. Was this in a? This was after uh, New Fifty Two or whatever. No, this was before New Fifty Two. Oh, is this um. It was, was either during Rebirth or whatever. Or not after? Rebirth. He did kill some people in Rebirth. Yeah, they they rescinded the uh, code to kill or uh-huh. the code not to kill. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, that's where they. I think isn't that the storyline where they decided that Green Lanterns could kill? That was, Rebirth? Uh, it was a, no, it was the Sinestro Corps war when that happened. Yeah, the Sinestro yeah. Corps was just wiping them out, wiping them, them clean, yeah. and they were like, "Revoke Order 66. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Kilowog's not afraid to uh, to get his hands dirty and kill. Okay, okay. All right, um, I'll let you guys go first. Hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say at first, I was gonna say uh Super Skull versus Martian Manhunter, because they have kind of similar powers, and I was like, oh wait, the fire thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, that gives Super Scroll a decisive advantage. A little bit. Um so Super Scroll, he just has all the powers of the Fantastic Four, yep, right? He can't strength. like adapt. To like the Green Lantern's way of, of doing things. No, unless um, he got a ring or something. No, because like he what was it Super Scroll absorbs the Fantastic Four's um, powers, and he can't really like he's stuck with that shit. Now. Yeah, he has their power set. That's it. Right. So he could throw a stretchy, flaming, super strong punch at you. That's invisible. I feel like like hmm. Super Scroll like right off the bat he has. In a sense, like ability-wise, he has more abilities than Kilowog. Yeah, I agree. Because Kilowog, he just has the ring, right? And it, with Kilowog, the 
uh, his only limitations is his imagination. Yeah. Uh-huh. And his willpower. And his willpower. And, which is strong. And, and, and the charge. The better yep, charge. The charge. Yeah. So assuming it's all fully charged and everything. Yes. He's, mm. he's fully charged. Um, he's large and in charge. Yes. <laughs> um, I kind of want to see the Super Scroll, though. I don't know what it is. But for some reason, I'm kind of leaning there because I, I just feel like... It, all of a sudden, I feel like Super Scroll is I can outpower Kilowog. I'm uh, I'm inclined to agree. I think the Super Scroll would have it. I think it was mainly due to writing to where he would lose to the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Although he doesn't have the advantage of being super duper smart like uh, Reed Richards is. So that was normally how they ended up winning. Right. But yeah, like I mean, he has a really mean power set. He can turn invisible. Yeah, this isn't a battle of of of. Brains, yeah. per se. <laughs> no, this is a, no, this these is two a brute battle. Yeah, these two aren't exactly known, you know, for outsmarting their opponents. And but Kilowog has more of a tactical advantage over the Super Scroll. Do you think he would maybe try to exploit any weaknesses? That and then you got to think about how much that those rings have been able to. Well, I guess the ring is only as strong as its holder. <laughs> That's true. Damn. <laughs> I'm saying I think Super Scroll has it. I wouldn't say that because I mean his powers are I, so nuts. Uh, it, it is a mean power set. This this pains me to say, but I think I'm gonna go with Super Scroll. Woo! Wow. <laughs> I I could feel the confliction yeah, in it. Like, like it hurts. Like you said though, if it was one of the mainline lanterns, you know, Jordan or uh Mogo. Mogo, <laughs> that it would be no contest. I mean, Hal took down Parallax, and I think Parallax is a way stronger entity than an uh, entity. <laughs> then, uh, then Super uh, Super Scroll is. So, yeah. All right, hey, Damn. we're all in concurrence again. Yeah, and I there is balance <laughs> to the universe. Again. Um, I'm surprised. I actually was going to only have one more. But I'm surprised because we kind of talked about it prior to, I thought for sure, Jeff, uh, I never claimed it. It was never, it was always open for anybody to take, but we were talking about it on Facebook, Dr. Manhattan versus Goku. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't my big one, but I mean, we have to talk about this one because this one like had people (laughs) brains fucking collapsing in on each other. (laughs) I haven't heard the arguments, but uh, I can see how it could get heated. Um, Little backstory how this came about is uh, there was this thing that people were posting on Facebook. It, had, it was a circle of different comic book characters. Yeah. And each character had a month. Yeah. And me and Stephanie did it. And we both were Dr. Manhattan. And we both, or no, we were both Go- Goku. And we both were fighting <laughs> Dr. Manhattan. And I remember I did it at work. And I was just, my day was fucked after that. I was just like, <laughs> who would win? <laughs> like, I mean, mm. for sake of argument, we're going to talk like, you know, the last, you know, Dragon Ball Z Goku. Oh, when he's Super, Super Saiyan, Saiyan God, 3. Super Saiyan. Oh, when he had no. like When he had like the long hair and no eyebrows. Oh, he's gotten so, more powerful since then. Yeah. So we're going to well, Super Saiyan I don't know much about the other <laughs> Super Saiyan one, so I feel like it would be kind of a cheap thing for me to be like, oh, I'll go with that one, even though I don't know anything about yeah. it. Right, because like his his newest level is like, like eight, nine times stronger than Superman. It was ranked. Did they really? Yeah, I know that. Like, uh, went during one of his fights and in one of his late in his second to latest form, because he's already gone up two forms. Uh, 
when he was fighting the villain in it, um, their punches were causing the fabric of reality to warp and yep. tear, which is something that happened in the uh, Infinite Crisis. Uh, Superboy Prime was able to shatter the walls of reality by punching it really hard. Uh-huh. And uh, Superman uh, from Earth, I believe it was Earth 2, which is basically Silver Age Superman, was able to shatter the walls of reality, breaking into our dimension by punching it. And I was like, oh, that's actually really similar. And, you know, you could compare those two. So you could say that Goku at that point is around the level um, of a Silver Age Superman, which is ridiculously powerful. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Superman, I mean, side story, like Superman wasn't always the mecha superhero that right. he was. He yeah. couldn't he even fly couldn't before. He couldn't fly. He, wasn't, he was fast. He was faster than a bullet, but he wasn't like... Yeah, tall building, he, single yeah, bound. He wasn't like almost as fast as the speed of light. Um, but you know, I I was really thinking about it. I'm I'm thinking of Doctor Manhattan, and the one thing always comes to Doctor Manhattan how he just fucking obliterated Rorschach. Oh yeah, how he literally just <laughs> with, with not even with just going not even moving so much as just a thought uh-huh. was just like, yep, <laughs> and that was it. And also too, uh, Stephanie pointed out like. Dr. Manhattan, he even says it, you know, when he leaves, like, oh, you know, I'm going to go see if maybe I can create life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like the dude can create life. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, From his blue glowing dong. <laughs> like, and Goku has been defeated oh, numerous yeah. times. Yeah. And he's come back and all that. Stronger, and, yeah. But Carrot. would being, I mean, would being a Super Saiyan... Be able to stop, you know, Doctor Manhattan from just going. Thought. That's what I dead. don't think so. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if he got the jump on him and obliterated his body, he's come back from having his body obliterated. Yes. I I, there's I, I don't know. Confident to say that I don't know if there's a single person in comics that can defeat Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. Um, well, because uh, if you think like think about when he would uh, when he. When he would get defeated, you know, he'd get obliterated or something. He just reformed again, like because he's like the only way I, I think energy. would be to destroy him at like a molecular level. Even then, uh, even then, I mean, it, <laughs> I don't even know what Doctor Manhattan yeah. truly is. Like, is he energy? Is he? Is he? I think the only way to defeat him would be to go back in time and stop him. Stop from him. The accident. Oh yeah. my god! So time travelers could do it. Like cable. I, Cable could do it. There you go. Uh, Thanos. Androids. The, androids, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Android um, 19, or, uh, yeah. Or it was Trunks that was doing Trunks, you're right, you're right. Trunks was the time. But yeah, like, um, yeah, I just don't, I, I say that Dr. Manhattan would win in that fight. I think a better fight would be Dr. Manhattan versus Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm. I think, you know, because he has control over the concept of reality. Right. right? So he could just make him to have never existed in the first place. So never mind. That wouldn't be a good fight. Thanos would just win. <laughs> what do you think, Tony? Uh, I uh, I don't know. Not, I mean, like Goku, Doctor Manhattan, Manhattan, Goku. To keep it basic, I would think Doctor Manhattan would take it. I just I don't see Goku being able to defeat Manhattan. Well, like he's I mean, defeated guys that are able to reconstruct from the subatomic level before, like. Characters like Cell, they're able to rebuild their entire bodies even if one single cell survived. So he's basically like Wolverine, pretty much. And uh, uh, characters like Boo, who returned, like he was completely destroyed down to the atomic level. He was able to reform. But 
Has Goku ever faced anybody that could think somebody into not existence? <laughs> no, he, he has not. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> or multiply himself. Yeah, I mean, hell, he could make needs. you know a hundred clones of Goku and just say, "Go beat up Goku" if he wanted. Right, to. right. I mean, he could make himself. You know, like he could he, pick the where the fight's at. He could pick a planet with yeah no air, and he Doctor Manhattan could still fight him. Can Doctor Manhattan time travel? I'd assume mm. he could. I well, I don't know because like they never had him go back and forth. Yeah, he just has it, um, knowledge of where he is in the time. Yeah, right. I think that's yeah. what it is. He he says uh, that it's not so much as that he can see the future as that it's like he exists in all of it simultaneously. Yes, yeah, yeah. weird. I I still yeah, Doctor Manhattan. I'm going I, with Doctor Manhattan as much as a Dragon Ball Z fanboy as I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, people could even argue that you know, oh well, it's not energy like. It's key. It's different. It's spiritual. I'm like, well, I mean, does that really make a difference? No. I mean, you have stuff like the spirit bomb that Goku uses, but that only works on evil. And Doctor Manhattan isn't evil. He's just totally neutral. All right. I mean, he's done some pretty gruesome Ooh. shit, like making people explode. But, <laughs> but yeah, like no matter how strong Goku is, he could just say, "Okay, now you're a pile of sand or something," and then just, or you know, now you're a bunch of party balloons. And <laughs> there was uh, in comments, there were some people that were doing it, and they were like, I'm Batman, and I'm fighting Dr. Manhattan. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not much you can do, especially I don't think any preparation, yeah. H, could, <laughs> could prepare you. Like I said, the only thing you could really do is time travel or replicate the accident to yourself and make yourself Dr. Bat-Hatton or something. <laughs> Tony, do you have any more, or are you good? What, more, uh, I can, yeah, I got, <laughs> I got a couple more. Give me, give me a second. Um, Captain Cold versus Mr. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a... <laughs> is Same like... power set. <laughs> yeah. Is this like the first one to reach for their freeze gun wins or yeah. something? Like, um, are we talking meta Captain Cold? Or are we talking about <laughs> guy with the gun? No, I don't. I I thought of one, but I don't think like I don't I don't think you have enough backstory. It would be about a half an hour of me trying to explain all the backstory with this. Um, so I I don't have any more. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, for argument's sake, I will say Mr. Freeze. Are we talking Mr. Freeze in the robot suit from the animated series after his body deteriorated? Yeah. What other With the Mr. spider legs. Oh, that one. Oh, no. No, we're talking normal Mr. Freeze. So he's only like three. Well, so he's like has the strength of like five yeah, people. Yeah, he has the super like that, strength. Right? Captain Cold doesn't even have that. That's true. He could punch him in the mouth really hard. But, he's a, but what if he hits uh, Mr. Freeze in the head with a jar of chicken noodle soup? <laughs> <laughs> the only way to fight a cold. <laughs> oh! I like how Bama just had a jar of chicken noodle soup strapped. Well, to the he was back sick in that al- yeah, episode. And cold. Alfred made it. He had it strapped to the back of his utility belt throughout <laughs> the entire fight, and it didn't break. No, it stayed hot too. <laughs> it was one of those like thermal jars. You yeah, know? his bat thermal. To me, bat. uh. <laughs> Captain Cold, though, he doesn't strike me as a smart enough individual to... Oh, you're going to gotta get his dander up. That's that's blasphemy. <laughs> he, he, he was one of the brains in the rogues, right? Yeah, he was the brains in the yeah. rogue. But he's not called 
Dr. Cole, is he? Oh. <laughs> he doesn't have his doctor. Now we're going, I was about to say, now we're dabbling into education. Did you see the thing where uh, it was like a fake um, text conversation between Mr. Freeze and a Batman? And he said he wanted to be called Dr. Freeze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never realized there's a ton of doctors in Batman's rogues gallery. Yeah. Yep. There's, there's a lot. There's like at least six or seven. Yeah, Doctor Scarecrow, yeah. Doctor Poison Ivy, <laughs> Doctor Harley Quinn, uh, Doctor Kirk Langstrom. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I like that. How that was the only one. Ooh. Like you didn't say Doctor Manbat. Yeah. Doctor Manbat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, technically, um, Two Face was an attorney, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's got a doctorate, so he could be Doctor Two Face. Nearly <laughs> missed the the boat with that yeah. one. <laughs> Who do you think would win? Doctor um, Doctor Freeze or Doctor Cold? <laughs> I don't really. I mean, I guess uh, I'm just gonna go with Doctor Freeze because um, I liked Arnold Schwarzenegger's portrayal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's really arbitrary, though. I don't actually have an honest answer. As to who do I think would? All answer. right, uh, Jeff. Do you have anything else to? Any other? Mm, let me think. I, I did have one. Um, Jennifer Conley versus David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> David, David Bowie. Bowie. I don't know. I don't um, know. You know, that fight was already portrayed in a movie called, uh, what was it called? Um, Nobody knows. Labyrinth. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a good one. Is this the meat and potatoes that you wouldn't tell us about? Yes. Before? I hope that you guys uh, get into it as much as I hope you will. Okay. In one corner. Oh, I hate it. From Earth 2, we have Superboy Prime. In the other corner, we have the Fallen Lantern himself, Hell Jordan, Parallax. Oh, damn. Wait a minute. Setting, Coast City. (laughs) There you go. Wait, wait, wait. The ruins of Coast City? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, is there any trace of Hal within the Parallax? Um. Well, we're we're. This is gonna be moment like uh, I would say roughly like hours after Coast City has been destroyed. Ooh. <laughs> are, gonna, are we gonna say like Superboy did it? Yeah, I was, I was about to say <laughs> Superboy punched reality and punched <laughs> it out of existence. That's a t- that's a good one, but um, man, that is tough. Thank you. They're they're pretty much given equal billing in the Sinestro Corps War. Yep. Yeah. Um, this is like a battle of mega powers. Yeah, they're too heavy. Mega heavy powers hitters. collide. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Superboy Prime because I like him better. <laughs> he has a cool costume. He does have a cool costume. Uh, I always come back to like whenever you talk about Superboy Prime, you can't help but be like, he he fucking altered reality yeah, like by, by punching, punching it, it really hard. How do you punch reality? <laughs> but at the same time. Parallax, Hal Jordan, was heartless and powerful enough to pretty much eradicate the entire Green Lanterns. That's true. And had all the rings. Well, like, um, there's also the thing, uh, Superboy Prime, very mentally unstable. Yes. Emotionally unstable. Well, so is Parallax and Hal at that point. That's Coast City's just been destroyed. And no weakness to Kryptonite. That. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have the weakness oh, yeah. to that universe's kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a... Uh, yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. I, I can't even... I mean, like, the way they build Superboy Prime, he was able to... Uh, 
That was, that was the table. That was the table, guys. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm classy. I don't toot. <laughs> guys, I can't get it to do it again, but it was the table. <laughs> but yeah, um, Superboy Prime had the, like, he was able to punch the anti-monitor in the face and, like, smack him around. Oh, that's a good point, too. And yeah, that's, he's, you know, they're, he's the, pretty much their ultimate bad guy. He's the one who had the power to destroy universes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like Hell Jordan, though, he... Did a fine job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Parallax Hell Jordan was one of the, their biggest villains of all time. But, but, <laughs> in the end, Hell Jordan did come bubbling up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because so, everybody wanted their Hell Jordan back as a good guy. We will go into deeper scale and say that this battle is a huge battle. Going all over the place, even outside of Damage Coast City, which once again there will probably be destruction and casualties, Man of Steel level. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> in that turn, would seeing the loss of like innocence eventually have Hell Jordan bubble up and maybe lose his edge? Well, that'd be a against this yeah. unstable, psychotic, psychotic, super strong teenager. With also he has pre-crisis Superman powers, so mm-hmm. he's also has super intelligence. He destroyed a red star. Yeah, he flew through a red star and survived. All right, I think I'm ready to answer. What are you thinking? I'm thinking Superboy Prime. I'm agreeing. I'm thinking yeah. I think um, it basically like it, you got to think of it like this. Imagine you're super powered Superman. Mm-hmm. With hardly any weakness, unstable, and willing to just do whatever the fuck it takes. I mean, he used to, like, accidentally rip people's arms off without even paying attention. <laughs> it led to some hilarious moments in the comics, too. <laughs> yeah, I I think I'm going Superboy Prime on this one. I, I'm, in, I'm in concurrence. Tony's yeah. still thinking, though. <laughs> like, our opinion has not dissuaded him, and I respect <laughs> that. He's not going to just fall into form here. He's he's weighing his pros, his cons. Oh my god, he just fell to the ground and hit me Smoke's coming out of his ears, everyone. <laughs> I, and also too, like Shit. you know, Superboy Prime, he doesn't have the weakness to kryptonite. He doesn't have mm. the weakness to uh, magic. Yeah, so you can't. Is, yeah, figure out like he's too overpowered. <laughs> yeah, though that was why they wrote him out of existence for decades. I mean, he's he's. he's Severely overpowered. I, His only real weakness is a uh, red sunlight, but mm-hmm. that severely weakens him. But it doesn't weaken him like it does a uh, Superman. Superman from, yeah. yeah, like he's had some mean rumbles. Like I remember, he took on the entire Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, he took on uh, oh, I can't remember his name, but he was a Green Lantern who was a Daxamite. So he had all of uh, mainstream universe Superman's powers and a Green Lantern ring. And he still beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yes, he did have a Green Lantern ring. Yep. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that, too. But he was no Hal Jordan. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, he uh, murdered uh, Superman from Earth 2, beat him to death. I mean, just for the Who, simple that fact. Was, that was a pre-crisis level superhero. Like, it's mm-hmm. Superman with, you know, the ability to uh, sneeze out stars, like, blow out stars by sneezing. Just- like, 
just for the record, like we have entered like another realm of like nerd discussion <laughs> when you're oh, like yeah. pre-crisis Superman <laughs> yeah. and we're, we're through the rant we hole. yeah people's heads are <laughs> collapsing in on each other they're convulsing and ugh this is like one of the reasons why they got rid of characters like this they just rewrote them like Superman he became way too overpowered and they couldn't write an interesting character well it was a lot harder to write an interesting character like character like Grant Morrison did a really good job with uh, All Star Superman. Mm-hmm. Where like he was able to lift four quadrillion tons with one arm and like other like crazy. But he stuff. was also dying. Yeah, he was also dying. He was too. Uh, he got, he sat, was oversaturated in uh, solar power. I would just like to uh, uh, add that we still not gotten an answer from Tony <laughs> <laughs> for the simple fact that he's just overpowered. I'm gonna have to go with Superboy Prime. Ooh. It saddens me. I was really trying to weigh these options <laughs> because Parallax. Well, is what if very, Parallax very... lured him into a red star? That was the only thing I could think of. That's but what then, Superman did. But Superboy destroyed, you know, he, he was able to destroy yeah, a red star. That's, well, that, yeah, but it, it uh, weakened him, like, severely. Yeah. Him. That's exactly where, I like, I was like, well, he could lure him. If he was able him. to knock him into a red star, which is what, like, Superman in Superman 2, they tackled him into a red star and knocked him right. through it. <laughs> and that was like, and that was, they were finally able to beat him after that. This is after he killed, like, Dozens of Green Lanterns, dozens of yeah. Earth heroes. I mean, there's no Red Star in this galaxy, so we'd have to take him to another galaxy, and is he going to survive <laughs> that long to I, get I him to said Red to Star? Breathe. Like, yeah, this. Oh, well, Parallax, he, he can be fine in space. I don't think. I no. think Superboy Prime can breathe in space. Yeah, or he probably could just inhale like. Or no way, I think he can oxygen. actually. Yeah, he can hold his breath for like a yeah. unmeasurable amount of time. Fuck, <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. And he knows. Like, I remember, like, they, I'd love they'd pull out the powers. Like, he looked at the anti-monitor, and he used his uh, telescopic vision, his um, x-ray vision, and his super mathematics abilities to <laughs> copy his armor and make a suit for himself during the Sinestro Corps War. That's another thing. Like, there's so many, like, Superboy Prime, he has the ability where, let's say he's fighting the Amazo robot. Uh-huh. He's unadaptable. Like... He has something in him where people, where things like that can't adapt his powers against him. Yeah, he's really yeah, but he, <laughs> he's been beaten more, you know, more than I think, once though. I think when all is said and done, when you're you know, uh, Parallax, Superboy Prime, Superboy Prime, Parallax, the real loser here is the planet Earth <laughs> <laughs> and any other planets in the vicinity. That, that was the other aspect. <laughs> and any you, other planets in a nearing solar system. <laughs> you were talking about Hal Jordan bubbling it up, and I, well, it. If Hal Jordan bubbled up and he's seen all this destruction, do you think he would stand by and let Superboy Prime keep creating this dis- destruction? I mean, Hal's co- he's gone to hell and back. They like beating up on Hal. Yeah. Yeah. And they like putting rings on him. They love to bling him up. Yep. Then it, then it comes an issue of, was Superboy Prime let the fight go on that long? <laughs> Wait, you just get bored? <laughs> There's that too, yeah. The only time that he's ever... Uh, I can't think of any t- anyone... I think he's been beaten before. That was during, like, the original 52. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it was Tyrant, maybe? It's hard to remember. I don't think I ever read it. That was during when they couldn't use the term Superboy because of the lawsuit. Yeah. The yeah, they but, just call him Superman Prime. Yeah, I think I don't think this will be the last time we do a, a fantasy battle with Superboy Prime. <laughs> I know there's like 
I think Superboy Prime versus the Sentry would be a really good fight. Superboy Prime versus Dr. Manhattan. Ooh. I, I, <laughs> still, have to give it, I still have to give it to Dr. Manhattan. Just for that whole, like, and you're yeah, done. Yeah, and you no longer <laughs> exist, yeah. All right, well, let us know who all of you think would win in these fights. Debate us. I dare you. <laughs> get ready to get slapped down on your duff. <laughs> Hillary Duff? <laughs> the very same. I feel like Tony is still thinking about this. I am. He's like, trying to it's... think of avenues of attack that he could use. Yeah, I'm trying to help Hal out. <laughs> He's like, what? Oh, my gosh. It's like watching his little buddy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure this is how Kyle Reiner felt during uh, Rebirth. <laughs> oh, man. Until next week. Hopefully, Tony will have an, uh, a confident answer then. <laughs> Guys, I, I, just, I just realized. <laughs> also, it's at 3 in the morning. <laughs> It's going to happen. You know I work midnights. <laughs> I'm Mike. And I'm Tony. And I am Jeff. And Tony's flabbergasted. <laughs> we'll see you next week on Kapowcast.